Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the godfather of Bruce City Wrestling, Frankie the Thumper DeFalco, and you are listening to my guys from DWI, the best in the Midwest podcast from the best in the Midwest professional wrestling. Oh, people at Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Frankie DeFalco Show presented by the DWI Podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am joined, as always, by the other half of the greatest tag team never. That's him. It's him. It's DPP. And, of course, let's bring in the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, the godfather himself of the one and only Bruce City Wrestling. It's none other than Frankie the Thumper DeFalco. Mr. DeFalco, pleasure to see you as always. Looking good. How's it going? Gentlemen, how are you? Holy Friday. Ah, yes, yes good, Friday. good Friday to you, sir. Good Friday. You, you know, you lose track of everything about what's going on nationally and worldwide. But, yeah, it's been Holy Week. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I've already had one fish dinner. I'll have another one for dinner while I'm watching SmackDown later tonight. I'm going to be picking up a fish fry from Sanders on the park right down the street from where we both are, kind of, Frankie. So that's what I'm doing tonight in honor of Good Friday. DP, I know you don't like fish, but tell me you're not having a big steak tonight. I was thinking of maybe pork chops, but uh, maybe I'll change my oh, mind. What's going on? <laughs> heathen! What are you, you trying to join the, the heathens? You fucking heathen. <laughs> uh, I didn't know. I didn't know we were having a heel turn on this show today, Frank. This wasn't booked with me. I, I could turn real easy, trust me. No, I, DP's turning heel on us. Oh, He's turning heel, heel on the face. Yeah. Turning heel on the face, just like you. <laughs> I'm no Monday Night Messiah, I'll tell you that. That's for sure. No, no. Where's the, so where's where's the fish fry place, place for you, Frank? Where's your favorite? Um... I got a thing in the mail from Ruby Tuesdays. Buy one, get one free. Thought they were closed. So, no, they opened up yesterday. Right. They got a deal right now for five dollar burgers with fries, and I think I think that's it. It's they're open right now, so that that's a good thing. Buy one, get one free. Nice. Yeah, folks. Just so you, you know, everybody's a lot of people are going to have a little bit of money coming from the government. If you can take like. 40, 50 bucks and set aside and go order food from somewhere. It's a treat for yourself because you've been in having to cook your own stuff. And for them, it's their literally their livelihood right now. If you can afford it in any which way, go out and help that kind of business because there's so many people out. If you can help someone that's a little less fortunate than you right now, make it happen. Speaking of things like that, people being out of work and things in nature, BCW is pretty much shut down right now, Mr. DeFalco. Any more news on the upcoming event here in May? Well, unfortunately, today on, what is it, April 10th, 
I shut down the May 16th show because we don't know when this thing is unfortunately going to end. I found out that German Fest, a big ethnic um, festival on the Milwaukee Fairgrounds, Festival Lakefront Grounds, also shut down today. So, uh, you know, like I said last time, I'm not going to make this into a political thing, but everybody's heads are spinning every which way they can except loose right now, but hopefully they won't get to that point. But um, this this thing going on right now, people don't know what to do. You see it all over social media, who they can believe. Democrats, Republicans, blah, blah, blah. There's rumors that Biden's going to pick uh, um, Osama. Or what's, what, what's that last president's name? Obama. Barack Obama. Barack Obama, Osama Barama, yeah. <laughs> Banana Rama. As his vice president. So who knows? I mean, just let us go back to the way it once was, you know, but oh well. Let's talk wrestling. Let's talk wrestling. Here, I got a challenge. <clears throat> we talked a little bit beforehand off air that there's not a lot of options going on right now, not a lot of things you can do. So I just kind of came up with this. I challenge everybody from Bruce City Wrestling. That the saying back in the day was, and I'm not sure, did it start with Pillman or whoever else moved along or it was coming down, I think it was perfect, that they could have a good match with a broomstick, right? <laughs> so I challenge anyone in Bruce City Wrestling to go ahead and pick your own inanimate object and give me an 8 to 12 minute match, put it out there on social media, I will retweet it, like it, and I will share it with as many people as possible. Show people that you're so good that you can wrestle an inanimate object Mr. DeFalco, how do you like my challenge to the BCW roster? I can up one that, or one up it, however they want to say it, but I could have them all wrestle the multi-time winner of the Battle Royals, Yes, the Invisible Man. I think oh. we should do that. I think Oh, I, th- I think this should be done. He's roaming this should the streets. Be done. He's roaming the streets yeah. somewhere out there, right? He's still working, He's getting in shape. There. I'm sure that he's not quarantined at all. Um, I am lucky enough the only one who can get in touch with him. So maybe if I send him down to the Thumper's Den Wrestling Academy and have him wrestle a couple of the, you know, students or whatever, and I think I can get in touch with the Invisible Man. I, I, and I there, there's know. really no, there's no really way. Sorry, DP, you can just there's really no way to prove not social distancing either. Go ahead, DP. Well, when you get punched in the face, that's when you figure out social distancing right there. I want to know what I want to know, and without giving away the secret, without giving away the secret of how you how do you, how do you contact the Invisible Man? Is it seances, Ouija board, psychic ladies? Well, how do you you just call? Well, him? You does, does he have a number? To, he does. Remember how they used to contact Batman? They used to put a, a thing up in the sky, like yeah. the logo of Batman. So it's just a light with no picture. That's based. That's how I do it. That's exactly it. I, I got a flashlight, one of those uh, things that you see on TV that can go so high up in the sky. Well, nice. on a cloudy day or a beautiful night, I just reflect it up into the sky, and he contacts me back. You know, and didn't, didn't Wonder Woman have an invisible airplane? What was this lady superhero? Yeah, so maybe he's hanging out there, and you can call that phone on that plane. Uh, I'd rather not, but, you know, 
she might be doing something by herself when I contact her. <laughs> something yeah. with a lasso. Who knows? Exactly. Exactly. The imaginary tool, you know. <laughs> I think that's a great place to stop. I don't think we're going to stop that yeah. one. Yeah, we'll just leave that one alone and end it with that. So, so, so unfortunately, of, uh, WrestleMania. I... I personally really enjoyed it. I know we talked a little bit beforehand. I, I seen some of the tweets you put out there. You, you tell me. I mean, the matches without without people in the arena, I thought they did a really good job. And then you had three matches that were kind of different from anything else. Obviously, Firefly, Funhouse, Taker's match in the Boneyard. But Edge and Orton were amazing as well. It was. I was very, very happy with it. And, I mean, I, I liked the concept of it. I really, really did. And... uh it really wasn't that bad. A lot of people really miffed about it and everything, but I didn't have a problem with it. It was okay. I was one of the ones Let's that was start. miffed about it. Go ahead. Oh, I was. I was. <laughs> I, you know, the some of the matches I, I definitely enjoyed. Some of the regular matches, I, like KO and Seth Rollins, was really awesome. And like you said, the the Last Man Standing match with Edge and Orton was awesome. And I liked the ability to hear them kind of interact with each other that that was kind of nice and some of those matches that was kind of fun to be able to hear that that stuff and i thought charlotte and uh rhea ripley kind of killed it right off the bat of the second night i wasn't the biggest right. fan of the boneyard match and the firefly funhouse i thought it was uh comically kind of awful um well let's let's start with the firefly funhouse match first because it wasn't even really a match and to the people that are bitching about it i'm going to say this Bray Wyatt and John Cena had had a wrestling match in the ring. You're the same people that would have bitched about John Cena having a wrestling match at WrestleMania. Instead, they gave you something different and crazy and off the wall. That that's kind of my thinking about it. I mean, that was pretty crazy. Eric Bish Eric Bischoff got fired in October and he was on WrestleMania in April. Yeah, <laughs> it it was really weird too. Is that think about it? There really wasn't a referee to count the shoulders of Cena. It was Bray Wyatt. So, yeah, okay, it was Bray Wyatt's match. Does he have the authority to pin John Cena? One thing to look at. Did Cena really get beat in that match? And Did he get psyched out in that match? You know, they talk about with the Fiend's persona and how a lot of the guys, like, you know, he's beaten along the way, have kind of reverted back to their old style, like Daniel Bryan and, and that. I mean, I don't know if John Cena's done or if he's going to keep continuing, but do you, what do you see? Do you see anything different happening with Cena after this whole thing as well? Well, I heard through the grapevine that Cena was going to lose that match regardless, even if it was in Tampa. But, you know, they didn't kill him off, but they beat him. So that's the way you got to look at it. Bray had his win back, and Cena is on his way out. He's just like the rock where he'll come in just to, you know, jump attendance, you know, for the viewing situation and everything else. Because those, the big shows like WrestleMania and SummerSlam and whatever else big shows that they have, the four that they have every quarter, um, they'll sell out regardless. But to get the name push, Cena would be back, yes. Before we... Uh... 
any any other last thoughts on Firefly Funhouse? Because I, I want to save Boneyard to talk about last, and I want to ask a couple questions to Frank on some other title changes. So, Frank, did you have any other thoughts on that Firefly Funhouse? Anything that really hit you? I know the Vince McMahon puppet thing was pretty good, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah. It, it was more like a psych job to put on John Cena. You know, I, I think that's basically just about it. But, I mean, it wasn't really a wrestling match. It was more like a comical psych job. That's all it was. Couldn't agree more. That's why, I, DP, you shouldn't have been so disappointed. All right, let's move on here. Uh, <laughs> thoughts thoughts on the two men's heavyweight championship title changes? Because the matches seem pretty similar. Braun comes out the first night uh, before the Boneyard yes. and, and then closes the show. And before, you know, I, I thought the best part of WrestleMania was Drew McIntyre reaching out to the camera and saying thank you. To the fans, mm-hmm. I thought that was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, yeah, that, that was very, that was very good. I mean, you you got to wrestle the match regardless whether there's eighty thousand people there or no people there, and that's what they did on both nights with Strowman and Goldberg and uh, McIntyre and Lesnar, where they just short matches, and those are those were down the simple bones type of matches, and those, those were good. You know, to, you know, I always tell my kids that you give too much is way too much. More, uh, less is more. And that's what you have to do. Well, especially when you got a guy like, especially when you got a guy like Goldberg in the ring, right? And then to just to have Lesnar and McIntyre trade those gigantic blows. I mean, I guess Strowman and 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 Goldberg did that as well. Do yeah. you see Goldberg coming back, or do you think Vince is done paying Goldberg? I, I it's done. I think it was more like a deal where him and Undertaker had that FUBAR type of a match in uh, overseas, wherever that was, and they both came back and had their uh, matches to, um, what's the word I'm thinking of, to get the resemblance back, so to speak, and they both came back with wins, and then they gave uh, Goldberg the title. Um, The Fiend really doesn't need a championship. I don't know why he beat uh, Rollins in the first place. I honestly think that they brought the Fiend in way too early. They should have kept doing the Fire Fire Funhouse videos um, and make him more like a persona where he could show up on any show. But who am I? You're the godfather. No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm just a guy that runs a company. (laughs) <laughs> let's talk about the women real let's talk about the women real quick here dp mentioned that he was really impressed with the charlotte and rhea ripley match uh yeah. becky goes over becky goes over Shayna, and then bailey comes out the champion it's really like they just went hey i know these three girls can do it let's just keep the titles on them right um i think well um charlotte flair is going to be on smackdown so we know that's going to happen. So she's going to be doing double time. But I also heard that in the next four to six months, they're going to be doing that draft again, where they're going to be shuffling people around. So who knows where Charlotte's going to end up? Who knows where Bailey's going to end up? You know, it's it's time, especially like right now, but once everything gets back to normal and fans are ready to go back in the buildings, um, they should keep it as is until – 
people can go back so they can get readjusted under people who are on the right programs. Before we move on, you brought up the draft. Do you think it would be a better idea for them to run the draft while people still can't go to the shows because it's something you can easily do without having an audience? Or do you think they want to wait to get people back to react to the draft live? I think that they should probably do it within the next few months because from what the talk is, um, August or September is when people are going to start be able to go back into the buildings. So I, I would do it, you know, within the next couple months if people can't go back in. I feel like that was a good time too. That's that's great. That'd be a great idea. You know, yeah. you want to keep that social media thing going too. You can, you know, you get definitely get exactly. that interactive into it and, you know, put yep. some of that stuff onto the Titan Tron while they're doing the draft and you could have a lot sure. of fun with it socially. Yeah. Before we talk, did you guys hear that? No. no. I got a phone call and I I killed my my volume down on here. It's the theme from The Godfather. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I don't care. Perfect. I'll take a I'll take a sip for the working. I'll take a sip for the working man, just like Stone Cold. In fact, I'm drinking his beer right now. There you go. Nice. Stone Cold. Hey, brother. Like I said, when, when we started, I just got back from my walk. You guys talk. I got to go get a water. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. While Mr. DeFalco is, is uh, wetting his lips, wetting his whistle there, EP, what was your favorite thing from WrestleMania weekend? I know we're going to talk about this uh, tomorrow on the DWI podcast, but, you know, I know you we're, we're not loving the entire show, but what was the one singular thing that you took away? I think just the the – the matches themselves and being able to do that in front of no audiences is, is pretty awesome. And I, I loved how they kind of mm -hmm. were able to adapt it with that and make it a little more, you could hear them talking and them jawing at each other a little, maybe a little more than they normally do kind of made it felt, a, you know, a little more personal and gave you the opportunity to, to really dig into the characters a little more. I kind of like that part of it. Speaking of characters, speaking of something different, I thought it was excellent. I'm not even going to try and lead this question in any which way. Mr. Falco, it Undertaker, AJ Styles, Boneyard match. It was more like a movie-type atmosphere. You know, um, I kind of liked it, but I didn't like it because it made it look too much mm -hmm. like, a, uh, um, like a movie setting. But... Being a graveyard bone match, whatever they called it, it was different, you know. I liked it the fact that AJ put Taker through a wooden fence, you know, and then having the I didn't know that it was not predetermined. I didn't know that when the Undertaker uh, lifted up his arms and all of a sudden there are flames on top of their roof, you know, but. I guess because he's the Undertaker is what it is, but I went sixty-three on it. Would you want to see more matches like this moving forward with the Undertaker? No, no. He belongs in the ring. He shouldn't be doing stuff like that. I mean, he he looked beaten up definitely after that match. I'm Which sure there's editing being done in that one, but. Between the two matches that were most out of the ordinary, 
Firefly and Boneyard. Which one did you take away more from? Uh, the Boneyard match. I like the fact, too, that they had AJ's hand sticking out of the mud, out of the dirt. So they know he's not dead. You know, they had his hand sticking out of there where people really didn't comprehend, at least I don't think, the the finish to the fire fun firehouse fun fart match, whatever it was, you know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just didn't get it, but I've only been in the business for a week and a half, so what do I know? Longest week and a half ever. It's been the longest three months ever, I'll tell you that. Sure. The Godfather, the Godfather needs some uh, tail to walk through here soon. If you know what I'm saying. Uh oh, uh oh. Maybe you're going for your yeah. walk in the wrong part of town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Just wait. You, it's viral. It'll get warmer out there. There'll be plenty to. It'll get warmer out there. There'll be plenty to look at on your walks in about a month and a half. So just. Yeah, right now I'm catching all the people walking their dogs with the families and everything, but. Eh. Hey, anyway, I'm a rebel. I'm a rebel. I've been kicked off the golf course twice, so mm. mm-hmm. that's nice to know. Well, I I figure so, I figure if three if 300 people can walk through Whitnall Park and two dozen families can walk on the golf course, I get kicked off just because I got a bag of sticks on my back. Yeah, not good. Not good. Did you <laughs> watch uh, NXT or AEW on Wednesday? I watched all of AEW on Wednesday. I watched all okay. of NXT on Wednesday. I, there you, okay, there you go. I watched NXT, and I'm going to probably watch AEW later. Today. Did, you see, did you see last week's AEW? I did. When Jericho propositioned Vanguard 1 to join the inner circle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he put the little uh, shirt on the hanger. That was great. Yes. You know, they, they are doing their own little thing there, and they've got some old and they've got some young minds to help their product to be where it's at right now. And I I kind of like the product, but if they would just slow down the mechanics to their matches where people aren't have to play like ping pong all the time and follow everything, there's, there's not a bad thing about just grabbing a hold and sitting there so people can grab their breath also and then start up again from there, but... Talk to me about talk to me about we'll stay with AEW. Talk to me about Jake Roberts giving some nice promos and a lot of talk on AEW. I think that is doing a lot over there. And then Hardy. We talked about Hardy. Hardy's back. People like that coming back over there or not coming in over there kind of legitimizes them on a WWE level a little bit more. Yes, and I understand that the revival have been released from their contracts today, so they're probably going to be heading over there as well. So yeah. That was going to be my next question. How big do you think that's going to be for a tag team division that I don't think is very deep over there? It is deep. They got uh, six to eight tag teams there. So I think the Revival going in will be will be good. Of course, they're not going to be called the Revival, but um, I, I think they'll be okay there. Now they can have their little match against uh, the Young Bucks. And I mean, you know, you, got, you got you got the young bucks. You got SoCal, SoCal uncensored. You got Hangman and Omega as the champs right now, which I don't really understand. Obviously, Santana and Ortiz, the Lucha Brothers. Yep, 
Yeah. And there's the, a couple other tanks. The prehistoric guys. Yes, Luchasaurus and Jungle yeah. Boy and and Marco yeah. Stunt, who is really great at just taking bumps all over the place. He makes uh-huh. an excellent really good thing. Yeah, when Lance Archer tossed him in the crowd the other day, I'm like, holy crap. I mean, he, he's not even 100 pounds. <laughs> not even. I don't think. What, what do you think uh, the ceiling is for Lance Archer over there, back now in wrestling in, in the States? Um, I think him and Cody will have a good little series. But um, they they should push him as a legit big guy. I heard that Jake Roberts is quarantined in a hotel in Atlanta because he might have the COVID nineteen. Yes, I heard that also. I heard which that means also. somebody at AEW might have had it. Who knows? That's and a possibility. It, yeah. yeah it's, He's got some really good promos, in my opinion. He's got a really good one this week. It, I know you're going to check it out. I mean, yeah, he gives yeah. Archer some legitimacy. Last thing I want to ask you about AEW is is uh, Luke Harper, a.k.a. now Brody Lee, uh, heading the Dark Order over there. He's another big name from WWE that came over. And uh, Vince thought that WWE thought that he was making fun of him with the boardroom sketches they were having. And Cody ended up saying, no, that that's not at all what's going on. So maybe a little back and forth there. Of course it is. <laughs> it is. I mean, when uh, Cody had that match and he broke the throne of Triple H or whatever, I mean, it was. Everything's against WWE. They all want to put a little slander on him right now. Sure. And that, that's fine. Who else are you going to take a shot at? There's nobody TNA? else. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. What a, I don't think so. I got you know, one more on AEW. And then as far as the, the TNT Championship Tournament and who you think maybe the favorite is, because I know Lance, Lance Archer's in that as well as Cody. I mean, do you kind of see yeah. them coming up to be the final two and, and going at it here in the finals? Possibly. I would I would think that... Um, maybe, uh, maybe like maybe a Darby Allen. Yeah. Could be against Lance Archer or something happens with uh, Archer and Dustin Rhodes. Something happens out of that. You know, it's not my headache. You know, <laughs> that's the way I look at it, but I could see Lance Archer coming out of it as a winner. All right. Before we, uh, before we get back and, and, and uh, remind everybody what's going on with Bruce City Wrestling, any last thoughts here on anything in the wrestling world, non-Bruce City Wrestling, uh, WWE, AEW, NXT, anything you're looking forward to, anything old stuff you've been watching? I've been watching a lot of the, uh, old stuff on um, the network. I've been watching uh, WCW, their pay-per-views, and going back to the... Uh, I'm on 1977 right now of the Madison Square Garden stuff well, with Bob Back. Or, I'm sorry, Hogan. Hogan has it. Uh, Hogan? Oh, okay. Hogan. Well, more, that's a lot more entertaining than Bob Backlund. No offense, yeah. Mr. Backlund. Well, you guys know about the story how Backlund got the title, right, back in the day? Uh, well, let's just say we do and inform everybody else that's listening. What, what, what did you guys hear? No, I'm saying that we don't. I'm gonna oh, guess, you don't. Yeah. My, my guess sure. is superstar Billy Graham didn't <laughs> want to drop the title to Hogan. 
<laughs> no, no, it had nothing to do with that. Damn. Oh, GP at least gave an educated guy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. There was a bet, supposedly, that um, when Bob Backlund came in, promoters around the country said that Backlund could not sell out or do anything good with that title. And Vince McMahon Sr. made everybody a bet saying that he could. And sure enough, he held it for like, you know, five years. So that it was all over a bet. Well, sounds about right. Yeah. For McMahon's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little right? behind, yeah, a little behind the curtain with uh, with the Godfather himself, Frankie DeFalco. Ooh. All right, one last one last time. Let everybody know what's going on with Bruce City Wrestling. I know the the May show has been canceled. Is there any hope for any? You know, you, you pinpointing anything else in the future here? Yeah, we do have. You know, the summer schedule starting to come up with a lot of fairs and festivals. If everything goes well, we'll have five shows in the month of June. So all I can tell you folks is go to BruceCityWrestling1.com for the website or find me on social media, Frankie DeFalco, Bruce City Wrestling, anything on Facebook, and just stay up to point, you know, about what's going on that way. It's all I can tell you, you know, just... Be safe, be healthy, be careful out there, and hopefully we'll see you all at um, an upcoming show, whether it's a BCW or anybody's show. So just support indie wrestling and just have fun again. Last thing I'll say, folks, is if you got an extra buck or two, go out and support the people that are all over your community that are still working and selling their products, and it's just a big help to them. Mr. DeFalco, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Go to BruceCityWrestling1.com. Follow him at BCW1 on the Twitter for all, all your needs. Very good Twitter follow. And yeah. uh, you might just see him walking out and about on uh, Southeast Wisconsin somewhere. I'm not going to give it away. You're going to have to find him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like that Easter egg. you got to come and find me. <laughs> Happy Easter weekend right. and a good Friday to you, Mr. DeFalco. Right. Always a pleasure. Take care of yourselves. Be good. All right. Thank you. Take care. Right. All right. Bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.